Jamble. I'm Steve. I'm Nick. And this episode of the Janesville Jamble is brought to you by Myers Theater, located at the corner of West, nope, East Milwaukee. Yes. And Parker Drive. That's right. Where the talkies started. That's right. If you're looking for some local theater here in 1879, <laughs> why not check out the Myers Theater? There were many different places, but Myers was like the the uh, Myers was, Meyer was, Myers was like the Ford's Theater without John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly what it was like. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, Jeffrey's back in the day was kind of like you know just the mall place, like the like UA Cinemas. Well, then, well, James, well, they had uh, there was the Apollo theater is what yeah, I read. Yeah, there was tons. They had a lot of theaters yeah. uh, back in the day, but the one that stands out to me that I've seen the most in photographs was the Myers, right downtown. Yeah, and the Johnson Bank parking lot now. That's right. Unfortunately. That's right. But so. we're not talking about the Myers theater, no, but we are talking about some theater. That's right. Theater, 93 years 90, old. 93 years old, the Janesville Little Theater. The oldest in Wisconsin, I believe, as Steve or Brett mentioned, the third oldest in the nation uh, community theater. Yes, and if you're not getting some an encore for that, I mean, I mean, really, with everything that's been going on with COVID, and as you hear from the podcast, they were able to still make a show go. They've every year for the 93 years have had a show mm-hmm. go. So I mean, bravo. Yeah, bravo, and it was great to. So we were down at Fire Station Number Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Down on Racine Street, yep, and uh, that's their their workshop. We had a chance to talk to Brett and Steve. Down we at did. The, they were uh, practicing for Steel Magnolias or rehearsing, as I should say. Yeah, and and uh, yeah. It, you know, from the few minutes or two or so that we saw, I mean, that's going to be a good show. <laughs> that's going to be really gonna good. Be show. A really good show. I, yeah. You know, I didn't, and I, you know, I'd heard that you know, obviously the play is a little bit different because this this ensemble is all female cast. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you know the movie, it was there were some male parts in there, but this is all female cast. And you know, we did before and after the interview, we got to see a little bit of the we rehearsal did. that was going on. And we did. Uh, there's some good talent there. Yeah, and it's I gonna think, be fun. I think uh, if you're going to the show, if you haven't gotten tickets now, get them. It's gonna be coming out soon. It's going to be a good show. You're going to be in for a treat. Yeah, end of the month uh, at JPAC. Um, if you go to uh, J- search Janesville Little Theater on the Google. And Did you just say on the Google? On the Google. Like on the As line. I always do. Like on the line. On right? the line. Not on my yep. space, always, but the just Google. Go to the Janesville Little Theater's website. Yeah. It'll get you where you need to go to get tickets for that. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. It's going to continue on with their rich tradition, as uh, Brett and Steve had mentioned. It's just, I learned a lot. It was a fun time it down was fun. on Racine Street a couple of them. Oh, we uh, recorded this about a week ago, and um, yeah, just a good time. Yeah, thanks so. to Brett and Steve for uh, spending some time with us. Clearly extremely busy with in-between rehearsal and trying to get stuff going. Um, and Very thankful that they had a few minutes to sit down with us for that. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And I want to send a special shout-out to Amanda Langen, yeah. who's also on the board of JLT, mm-hmm. uh, a former guest of the Janesville Jamble. That's right, Beauties and Blokes. Yeah. You can find her at down in the Divas building. That's down right. Down at, uh, I think that is what, Jackson in Milwaukee, if I'm mm, not correct? Bingo. Right at that corner there. Bingo. Uh, make that appointment with Amanda. She'll get you to, I was up there about a week ago. 
I need yeah, to get one I, too. I, I got a facial. My wife is talking. And you know my, what? My here's face the, here's, has been so stinking here's dry the lately. Here's so. the thing: is I, I, I mean, obviously, it felt great getting that, and um, but it's just to me, I had a crappy week, and uh, it just to be able to uh, just lay there and and just it was just it was almost like a form of meditation, just to sit there and relax and just I don't know, it was great, and I'm sold. Well, you, you know, nothing's going to help that face that much. Well, either, it's true. So, yeah. You know, it's kind of like Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> Never. I'm just kidding. I have no chance. If anybody could help you out with that, Beauties and Blur. Yeah, be Amanda. With that. So check it out. Jane's a little theater. Check out their website. Enjoy the jamble. I yeah. think you're going to like it. Uh, we d- certainly enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, and we have a, to a little pupper dog here that's uh, really excited to hear the um, the interview. It's my dog Jack who's sitting here in the the middle of the interview here so we'll get uh, (laughs) we'll get going here in just a second so I think he's trying to try out for uh, maybe his role maybe if they're going to do Little Rascals or something possibly listen to him he's he's really into this well I think that's certainly an old yeller oh he is he's definitely whoa I don't want the ending of this it's my dog I'll do it All right. so let's get on down to Racine Street at the workshop at JLT and uh, talk to Brett and Steve Janesville Little Theater. Nick, we were down at Fire Station Number Two on Galena Street, just down from Fourth Ward Park, and where I was, where I came home after I was uh, born at Mercy Hospital, just down around the corner on Galena, yeah. Racine Street. Yeah, you're reminding me of that, and we're actually right across the street from my great uncle's former house. Really? Never. I, I mean, I don't recall. He died when I was younger, but. Um, apparently you live there because I remember a lot of times driving by here I would get that pointed out to me and but I was more concerned about what was on the left hand side because we were coming down from Center Ave which was the fire station and that's where we're at we're inside the fire station that's now, right. the former fire station now with Janesville Little Theater still stuff going on a ton is going on even now post pandemic and gentlemen were gracious enough to put their names on their shirts <laughs> <laughs> we came prepared <laughs> Brett and Steve Janesville Little Theater, thanks for having us in your yes. humble abode. Welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, and welcome back into yes. theater. I know it's been, it had to have been a long few years, frankly, right? I mean, it's well, been coming it's, up on two years now. Yeah, all of 18 months without actually being on a stage and having a live performance. Wow. So that's a long time for a theater group. Mm-hmm. So did you do any, I mean, not to talk a ton about you know, the last, we don't talk about the future, but... What, what did you do to keep yourself engaged in theater and you know, keep keep the troupe together, if you will, over the past mm-hmm. year and a half or so? Uh, one of the things we did was a virtual theater of the air on the Internet called a, a Virtual Murder Mystery. And that was really interesting. Um, I've never done anything like that before as a director. And um, it was a real challenge because all of the things that you see on TV when it started with the pandemic and you had, you know, NBC or CBS or ABC and they'd be interviewing something and then a kid would come on the screen or the volume would cut out or the picture would be (laughs) gone. We experienced all those things in doing our production as well. And it's very interesting rehearsing long distance over a video. Well, because we weren't, we couldn't even get together as actors. Mm -hmm. We did all of our rehearsing virtually. And then we performed virtually. Yeah, it's not like you have the the specs on how to perform one of these things. It was all all new to us, and I have to say our 
actors that we had for that show were just wonderful because they had to costume themselves, create their own environment. Like if it was an office, they had to create that background or if it was their living room or whatever. So they created small spaces within their homes and that became their office or their bedroom or whatever they needed. They costumed themselves. Um, One of the women in the show was supposed to be rich and she was wearing a tiara during part of the show. (laughs) That's great. Um, But they really got into it. And that's what happens to an actor when he's stifled, I think. They become more creative because they think about things like that all the time, you know. So when you can't perform... And now you're given even this little opportunity to do it on online as a virtual show. You, they threw themselves into it, and it turned out to be really quite good. I was very very happy with how it turned out. Absolutely, and well, you know the thing is that um, our goal was to do it live, uh, do it live at Janesville Performing Arts Center mm-hmm. at, at JPAC um, on a screen. Um, but everybody in the same building. Um, so it was still kind of a virtual, but yet in the same, then we yeah. were gonna have the actors come out the end. Well, then with COVID and the restrictions changed and- And technical difficulties. And technical difficulties and that uh, with the broadband and everything down there. So we had to, um, you know, we, we had to make some quick decisions on how we were gonna to do this. Um, and, uh, and I think Steve and I, you know, we, uh, Steve directed the show and it was his first time directing anything like that. And we have, you know, the cast was multi-generational. So we, you know, we, they went from what, 17 to yeah. 65, let's just say, yeah. uh, or close to 70. And, um, well, Dennis is over 70. Or, so over yeah. 70. Yes. Well, I didn't want to go too high there, but, um, you know, so, you know, there's, uh, challenges when it comes to technology, you know, so sure. it's like, no, you're talking too loud into the microphone. Oh, no, you got to back it up. No, no, now we can't hear you, you know? And, and so those were all things we didn't anticipate either. So we learned we're, a lot. We were fortunate we had, uh, Brett was able to do a lot of the editing, most of the editing, I would say, on it. We did, we recorded it three times to be able to get one wow. good version of it so that we didn't have somebody being cut out or sure. something happening. So it, it turned out well. I was happy with the result. I wasn't, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm happy if anybody wants to watch it. So, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, kudos because, yeah. I mean, to be able to still put something out there when, I mean, how many people you couldn't? Yeah, I mean, I I think we had a a little bit of an advantage in that because it's like uh, if you do musical theater, you're just out of luck. Mm -hmm. How do you do a musical theater? I mean, unless you're on Broadway and you have millions of dollars to do it technically, no little community theater has the ability to do those kind of things in in a virtual way. There's just no way. Right. So, and plus, uh, you know, we pride ourselves at Jamesville Little Theater that we're Wisconsin's oldest um, continuously active uh, theater group. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, it was for, very important for us not to go a season where we didn't produce a show. Sure. If no. we didn't produce a show, then we would have. It would have been the first time in our um, almost in our 93, history. Years 93 history wow. history that we would have gone dark, and we we couldn't let that happen. So we have a pretty tight board of directors, and we all came together and agreed. And Steve actually found this play. The rights were pretty. Reasonable. reasonable to pay for and there was actually the the authors of this right for Disney so it was pretty impressive the way that they put this all together uh, and when we and when we saw the final and, and product we, we kind of did it it was it, since it was a who done it it was kind of like a, a clue thing sure they had multiple endings and at first we were trying to decide well what ending should we do <laughs> we just decided to do 
all the endings and let the audience decide who the murderer was. We like did. So that's what we did. I like that. Yeah. So let's talk. You said now let's get let's back up a little bit. So the oldest still theater in Wisconsin was the live third oldest in the United States. Was United, far United as we States. Tell. So what is that 1920s? I'm assuming 1929. Okay. Wow. Now, I, I was going to mention this. I was biting my tongue a little bit because I was going to bring this up because I have a little bit of background with James Little Theater. Oh, okay. My grandparents met at James Little Theater in the 30s. Oh, no kidding, really? While they were doing some shows. So oh, tell okay. us about that. <laughs> I'm learning myself as I go. So I, I was talking with my mom about this, and I knew that my grandma did a lot of stuff with James Little Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she played Dolly Parton in one of the roles. Uh, down at uh, well, at the time Marshall Middle School, sure. At, well, J J Pack, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what my grandfather he was. Uh, well, that was when Elsie Van Tassel was directing it, right? Possibly it would have been in the. That 80s. was the last person that directed Steel Magnolias. Okay. It's been that long since we've done it. Okay, it would have been I'm in the nineteen. Pretty 1980s. sure that Elsie was the one that directed that. Okay, Elsie right. is the reason I'm a director. Okay, so they they were definitely a uh, so he played in the army band. And during World War II, he played French horn. Oh, okay. And down in the South Pacific and everything, too. So there's some theater there on that side. And I was a theater minor in college, go figure, as well. I took theater so, at, at UROC when I was at UROC. So. There you go. So They still have we a all have theater, some theater program. They do. So that, that's My awesome, though, that, that you're still you were able to get something out there. Like yeah. When you said a lot of companies couldn't do that. Right. So, and we were the only, and, you know, not to toot our own horns, but, you know, I, I feel like, you know, as I learn more about the history, even though I've only been part of the organization since 2013, but you go back and you know they've been innovators in in theater in community theater for years. Um, with you know um, starting with the little theater movement, which was an actual movement back okay. in the day. People say Janesville Little Theater. What is it? It was yeah. Little Theater was actually a movement. But um, there was no one else during this pandemic in this area that did an online. Uh, experience the virtual a production show, at all no, no one and so not as far as we could find anyone anyway. we were talking you know with a lot of the people in the area to because we we were trying to do our homework to figure out how we were going to pull this off you know and a lot of people didn't know they're like nobody's ever done this around here so yeah. we they weren't sure so we just it was a lot of i tell you it was it yeah. was it was really fun though working with the cast because everybody was into it like yeah. i said because they hadn't done anything and they were just jonesing to do something for theater. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody was really into it and really wanted to make it better and was willing to do pretty much whatever they needed to do to make it be successful. So if that meant doing their own costumes or changing something in their house or whatever, I mean, that's a very unusual request for a director <laughs> to ask someone to rearrange your house for a show that's a virtual show. Can you bring you my new couch? Yeah, can you bring that wall over there? I don't like that color, you know? It's like, uh, it, that was just amazing. Just really good people to work with. Uh, and great. I find that throughout theater. I've been doing this for a number of years, and most of the people in theater, I would say 99.9%, are very giving, fun people yeah. to work with. Right. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. So tell us, so obviously, James Lee Theater's been around for quite some time. Um, pre-COVID, pre-all of the pandemic mm-hmm. stuff. So how do, how does it work? So how many shows would you do a year, and how would that work? Generally, we like do kind of three shows a year. They've done mm-hmm. as many as four. Um, one, of th- one of the things that uh, we don't generally do is musicals. Okay. We do dramas, comedies, mysteries, um, you know, anything like that. Um, 
but we generally do three shows a year. Um, we, at one point, kind of got known as the comedy theater because we did a lot of Neil Simon. Oh, um, we still like <laughs> Neil Simon, don't get me wrong. I nope. love Neil Simon. But uh, yep. we moved on from that, and we do, we've do. we done a lot of, uh, you know, some more contemporary stuff than that. And um, so we've been doing this for quite a while. Our, our plays are generally picked up by committee. Um, anybody that wants to suggest a play on our board can suggest a play to the committee. And then the committee tries to stay about two years ahead okay. as far as picking productions. So that if there's a problem with some production, we can't get the rights. Because the way that works is, let's say uh, we want to do a show and there's a show, the same show wants to be done close by like Rockford or something. Sure. Well, then they won't give the rights to both shows, Makes to sense. the shows, to both right. companies at right. the same time. So you have to have a backup plan. So mm -hmm. that's why we always have several plays that we're already know we're going to do. And we have our, our, you know, priorities as far as what we can do. Um, obviously, I would love to do something like uh, A Few Good Men. I can't find 20, 20 healthy military guys to come in here and play those parts, you know. That would so be cool, though. You have to, it would be. I would love to yeah. do that show. I don't think you But you have to truth. be realistic. <laughs> you can't handle you know, how hard truth. that would be. You know, we got, we're a community theater. <laughs> yeah, you have to be realistic. That might be something you could do at a college theater, but you're not sure. going to be able to do it here. Yeah. So, there's, you know, there's yeah. just some different priorities that we pick. And, and then, basically, the community decides... Uh, these are the three that we're going to do. They present them to the president, and then the president after that, he picks when we do them. So, and, and that's kind of a collaborative decision anyway. It is. You know, so. And, and then, of course, you know, if you're, if our listeners out here, some of them may have never gone to the theater before, know nothing about it. So, of course, when you pick it, you know, it's all free. You just, you call the people oh. that wrote it and, and <laughs> yeah. hey, just send me the script no, and, and a, uh, let's, yeah. let's just go. Well, the scripts, you, we, we buy the scripts just to read them among the committee members. You know, we'll buy a couple scripts and then we can pass them around so everybody gets a chance to read them. If we decide on a show, uh, you seek Steel Magnolia as an example, um, you contact the publisher and then you buy the required number of scripts for whatever you need, whether that's if you're going to get one for every actor. And then, of course, you have props and sets and lights and sound and the director Costumes. and the stage manager. And you end up with a dozen scripts there or whatever. And then you tell them, well, we want to perform on these dates. And it's a cost for each date to perform those shows. And there's an upfront cost just to get the rights to perform it. So well, it's uh, most it of the time, free. it's not. I would say probably close to f right around fifteen hundred dollars. I don't have the exact figures. I'm not the treasurer, but I know I'm in the ballpark mm -hmm. for a two-week show, for the rights to the show, for the scripts, and that doesn't count what we use to create the sets, right. the makeup, the, any of that stuff. That's that's not even counted in the cost. I would say the base cost most of the time is a minimum of fifteen hundred dollars. That's probably pretty close. Now, yeah. what about venues, though? How does that work? I mean, what? venues. So you, clearly, oh. we have J packed, but we've got um, those. Where do you? Well, the way it works for us is we're a, a resident member group of J PAC. We're one of three groups that Janesville Performing Arts Center considers a resident group. Okay. okay. Um, 
we have a deal worked out depending on which theater we use. If you use the small theater, it's half the cost of the what it is to use the large theater. Okay. There's two theaters there. Yeah. So, so if you're up on the big stage, it's so much. If you're up on the, if you're down in the gallery theater, it's less. Okay. So. Now but is the gallery are, theater the old music room area? Yeah, it is actually. Yes. I learned how to play. I learned how to play cornet there when okay. I was a kid. Actually, so I went. Mrs. Mrs. Hines was my choir teacher. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I actually lived there briefly as well in my old art room. So I was always oh, kind of okay. weird living Did you there. really? Interesting. I did. It was, and I worked third shift at the time, so when I'd be walking through the hallways at night and I'd go do laundry upstairs in an old boy's bathroom because it still said boys on the door when I'd walk in there, I just felt like I'd broke into the school. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to set an alarm off or something. I've got my laundry here. But, uh, yeah, because um, I, I remember that. they, And I'm so glad that they kept that because what I'd heard was the acoustics in the auditorium were just phenomenal. Uh, yes, in, the, yeah. in the large auditorium, so it's great that in a world now where we always want to knock stuff down and rebuild, that we're saving that. So. I really, really like the gallery theater, though, especially yeah. for the productions we do. Sure, um, people are very close to the actors in the stage. Sure, mm-hmm. it's like it really creates an intimate experience for everyone, including the actors. So it does. I've been an actor um, on stage there where there's actually somebody sitting about five feet in front of you. Um, ah, that's great, isn't it? So it Intimidating first, maybe? At the first time when you walk out on stage and you see, because you can rehearse all you want, but if you don't ever see anybody sitting there, you know, when, as soon as you walk out on stage and you see that person, like, okay, I'm not looking at them. I'm not looking at that person <laughs> or these people at all through the whole show. It's like Tony and Tina's wedding or something. <laughs> or they're part of the show, right? Exactly, exactly. Um but we've had to, you know, we've we've had the uh, the great fortune, I should say, when our last show that we did, which was a, a British comedy called Bedroom Farce, we weren't really sure how sure how that was gonna uh, how the community was gonna react to that as far as ticket sales go. So we just had it, you know, um, set up in our regular about a hundred seats typically, mm-hmm. and um, a couple uh, a couple of the shows we had to actually add a few rows. So we actually the actors did not anticipate there being. That, that the audience would be closer to them. Oh, and the stage is uh, static. Hey, we got great seats, huh? Look at this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was three bedrooms set up on the stage. It was supposed to represent three different apartments. And um, and there was always something going on, uh, you know. And so <laughs> talk about the audience was definitely feeling part of the... You definitely the see the actors' faces and see the emotions on their faces and things like that. So yes. you can't really fake anything when you're that close to the audience. That's a really good point, too. Okay. You know, um, Steve actually brought that up the other day, and I thought, you know, you don't, as an actor, when you're on stage, you don't really always think about that stuff, what the audience is actually seeing. You know, the director, because Steve is sure. a great director, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, anticipates all of those things. So I'm learning from some really good people as far as that's my next step hopefully will be directly check and see what we're doing out here okay okay well so i'll ask you then brad and i'll get to you steve when you get back here about this how did you get into janesville little theater are you you from janesville i'm from janesville and um i lived on the east coast for for many years um i uh my uh back background typically has been in finance that's my always been my my fallback but you know I always thought that I was going to be a rock and roll star from Mm -hmm. you know the moment I was a little kid you know Um, so I've uh, actually worked in the music industry a little bit and um, was able to perform and do some things that I enjoy doing so um, so for the reason I'm kind of setting this up is that always terrified of theater though never thought i'm like oh, no i could get up and sing something in front of a group of people but no you to remember all those lines and everything yeah so i i was living in boston and um 
uh, I had decided to move back home, and uh, that was around 2012. Uh, I've known Steve and his wife Judy for many, many years, and uh, they were in, uh, obviously involved in Jeans for the Little Theater. Well, they were doing a summer show uh, fundraiser, and it was a one-time thing, and Steve said, hey, we need somebody to play this really small part, and you know, you'd be great, you know, we just need somebody, just a few lines, you know. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. He's like, ah, oh, I didn't be... realize it was actually Othello. Yeah. The role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. It's just it's a small role. But it, it really was a small role, but it was the thought of, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I've never done this before. And then we get there for the rehearsal and they're talking about blocking and this and that. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't even know what any of this stuff is. I'm in over my head, you know. And, I got to work it, in the morning. It was a great on. experience, though. And uh, and so that's really how I got the, the bug um, to so uh, What to was get your involved. first performance? What, what, what was it was the... called Just Desserts for Otis or... Is that what the fundraiser? Yeah, it yeah. was. It, um, it wasn't called just. It was called just desserts. Just desserts. The character was Otis. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, it was. Okay. And it was a murder mystery sure. type thing. Well, I actually enlisted the dinner theater thing that we yeah. did. Okay. Yeah, and I actually enlisted my father too. I said, "Hey, Dad, I'm doing this thing with James Little Theater. Hey, they just need somebody to play this detective. It's a really small part, you know. And I think it would be great." And he was terrified um but he he did it that's, oh, as well that's yeah so then i went on and um their next production was the boys next door uh which was one of my favorite plays i used to go to community theater a lot and uh and so they asked me to come down and audition for it thinking i'll never get a part because i'm not that good you know and uh uh the uh, you know the director wrong, dennis the saw saw something in me i didn't see in myself that's and great. um and gave me one of actually the lead parts which wow. was the social worker that's uh great. yeah that took care of these so that's that's how i got involved and then you know i just realized uh what a wonderful group of people you know um this this is and the history and uh, then they asked me if I would be interested in being a board member. That was around 2013, and I was on the board a few years. Um, and then I got more involved and more involved and became vice president a couple years ago. And then um, I was nominated last year to be um, president. And uh, we've got a lot of still, you know, after this is our 93rd season, we still have a lot of work to do, you know. And yeah. um, we've got a lot of great people, and we still want to enlist more people. Yeah from the community to get to know us who don't know us and uh you know it's um it's too great of a thing to stop now it's a perfect time to reintroduce people it, it, what what was old is new again no yes. matter what you're looking at coming out of this pandemic and it's a perfect time to introduce or reintroduce yourself yes. back into theater and as much as it uh, gives you that energy and with putting on a show and directing a show mm -hmm. i think there's more into that and like you mentioned about the people you know like when you're part of something it's those relationships that you really look yeah. forward to, uh, you know, and especially with theater. There is something to say, and I'm biased because, be, like I said, I spent some time with that, and yeah. it's it's a it's a unique, a great, and I say that in a, the greatest sense. It's a unique group of people who are just so laid back. It's not so much drama, and I mean, well. Part, there's drama. Right? There better be. Well, yeah, there might be. But it's just Yeah, it's just there's that there's that you're all there kind of to achieve that that goal and you, you know it's just something to look forward to and help each other be right. great that's that's the as other a director end. the best thing you can have is a cast that likes one another right if they can get along and work together and help one another that's what you want sure. that's what you don't the worst thing you can have is a cast where you have a lot of 
you know, disagreements and people don't like one another. That makes things really tough. Right. But yeah. this cast is so good. I just and I have to bet this so. is like butter. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, butter. yeah. I mean, we should definitely talk about this cast because yeah. let me tell you. Um, and, and this I, is Steel Magnolias. This is Steel yes. Magnolias. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about Steel yeah. Magnolias. So um, I will tell you, and I know I'm going to sound biased, but I mean this from the bottom of my heart. This is a show that people are going to want to see more than once. And if they get catch the last showing of it, they're going to be mad that there's not one more to, to come back and see it again because the story is that great, this cast is that great. Uh, Steve has done an amazing job with putting this whole thing together, I mean, from the auditions. We had so many people, and it's all female cast, mm -hmm. we had so many you know, um, people come out to audition that we actually, I think, had to add in another date, or, or he had to do some private wow. auditions as well. I did well. a couple private auditions, yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, so we had a slew of people to, to choose, of great actors. Get you know, at people chomping at the bit. And everybody wanted this part, and yeah. everybody wanted that part, and... Uh, well, it was a it, wonderful problem to have as a director. I thought yeah. Julie Roberts was going to be in, you know, be here when, or, uh, oh, did you know, maybe see her? No, must just left. They slammed the door right in Shirley's <laughs> face. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You know. Sarah Lynn isn't here. Sorry, we have a Weezer. Can't. Right. Sorry, Shirley. <laughs> well, and there's only one one of the actresses in in uh, this production that has ever worked with Janesville Little Theater before. Everybody else is is oh, wow. new to not us. Not that they're new actors. Not or, new actors, but, but yeah, but they're new, new to us. I mean, I wonder if, and I wonder. I mean, that's a, like you said, that's a great that's a great problem to have. And you wonder though, is that because there are less companies doing things right now? So it's kind of I, like I think it's a, a variety of things. Um, I think. One of the things that affected a lot is the ladies like this show. This is a very well-known sure. show. Wow. Women really mm -hmm. seem to like this show. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the actors that came out, like Brett was saying, there was several of them that all wanted the same part. And that made my job hard, but that's a good job to have, mm -hmm. is to have to choose between who do you think is going to be the best and most talented person to play that part. Sure. It's a much better problem than to have to go, oh, God, nobody came out. What am I going to do? Now, how, does it, and how does it work? So you announce, what's the timeline? Now, we, have all, we always use open auditions. I do okay. not, no one here at Janesville Little Theater precasts their shows. We will announce that we will have a certain date, what the auditions are usually. For me, I do auditions on Monday and Tuesday. I usually do them at 7 o'clock at night. Uh, this For this show, I actually felt that I needed to give a little more open space and more time because I thought mm -hmm. I would have more ladies audition. So I also did a Saturday afternoon audition so that anybody that couldn't... Sometimes you don't want to uh, limit yourself by people that work night shift or whatever right. that might not be able to come then because that happens to be I have to work Friday night. I'm a waitress or what, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. So that's why I did that. Um, but then it's we, we use the script and... and what uh, I do is I, after I've gone through the script enough times, I get pretty familiar with it. And I know uh, when I'm looking for this actor, for this part, um, okay, well, this is the part I, I want to audition you for. So I ask the, uh, anybody want to audition for that part. And then we will read from the book and I will pick other actors that are there to audition to read those other parts. So and I may switch them around. I might say, you know, uh, Jane, you read this part and Margaret, you read this part. And the next time I might switch them around because mm -hmm. I want to see what both of them could do with the part. So you're in the middle of rehearsals right now. Mm -hmm. When did that process start? 
several months uh, ago? What's that? What was the? Yeah, we're about four weeks in right now. Okay. Yeah, yes. We're, we're about four weeks so in, and we will be summertime. off book starting tomorrow. Okay. Wow. So when you announce, okay, who you kind of your cast you kind of want from up to opening night, what's that timeline looking like? Uh, tight. Good. <laughs> it seems a lot tighter to the actors, I'm sure. It does as an actor. Um, yeah. Myself, uh, and every director is different. Uh, for this show, I have seven weeks of rehearsals and then two weeks of show. Okay. And the first uh, night of or the, the first Monday of show week is a dress rehearsal. So they will be there five nights those two weeks. They will or that the final week before we open. Sure. Uh, the second week we usually do a pickup rehearsal, and then they'll just be there for the productions. Okay. So we just do a little pickup rehearsal because when you've been away from it for three or four days, sometimes it's good to try to go through it again. And and that's a non-dress rehearsal. That's just a line rehearsal to make sure they're still sharp on what they're doing. So I'm putting these together. So I'm I'm not a math major, but you're in week four, so we're looking probably early November is the start of the, the show? last week of October, first week of November. Yeah, we open October 29th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting um, process. You know, and every show is pretty much the same. Um, I have to go back out there at 8, so I don't know what time it is. It is. It's 8.02. 8.02. Thank you, boys. I'm Thank you. Really Thank nice you. to meet okay. you. Pleasure to meet you. We'll keep going here. Yes. If you would like any of the actresses, just let me know. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to interview, to interview. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, okay, let's kind of get... So how many shows have you been in then, total? I think I've been in seven. Okay, out of your seven shows, what was the most exciting thing that's happened to you or that you felt when you were doing a show? Um, oh gosh. Well, I think the most exciting uh, was really the first major role that I had, which was in Boys okay. Next Door. I, paid, I played Jack, who was the social worker. Who I don't know if you're familiar with the play, but it's about these these um, four uh, mentally challenged adult men that live in this. Um, they called it like a uh, well, it was like a halfway house type thing um, situation. And Jack it was a social worker who came in and and made sure they were all okay every day and. Uh, you know, but it was a huge part. There was a lot of monologues. So there was a lot of Jack talking actually to the audience, explaining things to what's going on in, you know, with these characters and that, uh, and getting, making that connection between the audience and the, the actors. Uh, so that was, um, that was a little tough because as we talked about earlier, I, my biggest fear was memorizing lines. And when you have to memorize like a whole page of monologue that you have to continuously keep fresh to this audience, you know, it was, and God forbid you, you, uh, you're in front of the audience and you kind of get lost in it. <laughs> you can you feel the sweat start to go right down the back of your neck, just a little <laughs> tiny bit. <laughs> but I think Improv. it's it's yeah. what keeps it so exciting. I mean, live theater, it's terrifying and exciting at the same uh-huh. time because anything can go wrong. In that show... Like skydiving. It is. It, well, well like of, maybe not be that bad. But you're not walking out on stage with somebody strapped to your right. chest. Right. You know, you don't, you're, you're on your own. But you're out there you anticipating that co-actor to give you the cue line. And if they don't, how do you... How do you get back to that? You know, so I'll give you a, a quick example in that play, but the boys next door, uh, everybody in that cast 
dropped a line uh, at one night or forgot something or or whatever you know and we all you know when you work when you uh, rehearse with people long enough you you get to know them and you know okay well this is how I'm going to get them back or help them and whatever well there was one actor who didn't mess up one line the whole time the the whole show both weekends until the final show and we're standing on stage and he was standing next to me and um I looked over at him because I was waiting for him to say his line and he looked at me and he looked the other way and he looked back at me and he said what did he just say <laughs> I thought Improv. yes it did happen it finally happened to him too but, you know but that's yeah. that's normal right I it mean, is it's yeah. just like, like Elvis was famous for always forgetting lyrics to songs and being a music person he probably oh, sure. knew that and you know, De Niro, but you know all the all the all the greats, right? They all just do that improv. Yeah. They just go off and just kind of like, for example, the movie Dumb and Dumber, when they're in the scene in the van where he's like, "Hey, you want to know what the most annoying sound in the world is?" Ah! He does that. He actually forgot what his line was. Oh, that was a complete improv. Improv, improv live really? Right there, because if you notice, he kind of is just going to remember it, and he's kind of, "Hey, you want?" And he just kind of you yeah. can see that cue right there. Oh my gosh! And, and it turns out to be one of the most that's memorable lines in the movie. Part of that yeah, movie, so yeah. it is right. Okay, well, let's let's go on the flip side now to that. What was and then the I went, this is good because I got one too. Thing, okay, what, I don't want to say embarrassing or maybe the worst or in your mind, what was like? Oh my gosh! Like a total, or maybe not. Maybe yeah. there wasn't. Oh no! No, no. There's another. I, I'm. I'm. I am not uh, going to even admit or say, state that I'm a perfectionist when it comes to. Um, my acting skill. Um, no, I do. I think I do a pretty good job. But uh, we were doing this uh, British play. Uh, it was called See How They Run. And uh, it was set in England. Um, but it was an American actress who married this British guy. And he, it was, uh, well, to, without getting into the, the whole premise of the, the thing it was it was kind of like another kind of murder mystery type thing and uh see how they run there's a lot of people running through this whole set and everything and i played the cop so i played this british you know this british you know cop who came in and was going to figure out what was going on and made everybody so i had an entrance in one of the scenes and um everybody was on stage all the other actors in their spots and I was supposed to come in and I came in and I delivered my line and I'm standing there thinking I did a great job and then I got really quiet on stage and I looked around and everybody was looking at me on the stage and I thought okay I forgot what I was gonna say next what happened what? come on guys let me in on this line. again it, it worked out but that that's again that you know that's it's yeah. just it happens everybody. It's exciting, right? yeah. It's exciting, but it's uh, every uh, show that I've been in, I have this thing where I just, um, I like to just get in my head before the show. So when we're backstage, whenever I really don't like to really talk to, not not that I don't even want to talk to anybody, but it's like, if we're going to talk about the show, one thing, but I don't really just want to have, you know, just conversations about other things. I need to get in my head, you know, and, uh, and I'm standing there every time before I come out on stage, whether it's opening a door or whatever, and just the butterflies are like, you know. Um, but once you get out there, you're like, here I am. Now you can't stop it now. Sure. You know, yeah. So, so you, you've been doing this since 2013. You were terrified, yes. petrified prior to that. Yeah. And this question, just just a guy, Janesville guy, doing the grind, you know, 
day in day out. But then you know, I look at oh, what could I do you know, if I wanted to try out or I wanted to audition. What has theater brought to a call your day job? Has it has it made an impact in how you approach? You said finance was was your your way of you know is is your right. day job. Yeah. Does it help you? Does theater help you approach how you go about your your, your Absolutely. work Absolutely, I really do believe that. I mean, um, you know, uh, I did hit my you know big five zero a couple of years back, and so <laughs> I tell people this all the time. I didn't get into acting until I was in my forties. Uh, I'm not afraid to try new things. I started playing the drums a few years ago. Am I good at it? No, but it's something I always wanted to learn, and I'm like, I'm going to figure this out, you know. Um, so I think with acting, I think it's definitely helped me um, in the corporate environment um, with leading meetings. I'm not, a, you know, it, it just sure. there's there's no fear of getting up in front of people anymore, um, whether it's a CEO or. A politician or you know just any it's I don't I'm not afraid to walk up to somebody and just introduce myself or uh, or get up and, and lead a meeting or uh, get up in front of you know and give a speech yeah. you know um, which which I had been working on for a long time but I didn't have a lot of opportunities but it just seems like um, since I've been in the you know with Janesville Little Theater and and with the, the plays and that it just seems like there's been more opportunities to uh, to get out and do those types of things, oh, you know, yeah. outside of the theater. And um, it's definitely brought um, a lot of good opportunities my way to, to do things. Does, now, does Janesville Little Theater do any kind of things with the kids for to try to promote that kind of experience? Like, you know, oftentimes you see in the summertime there's like little clinics or camps or any kind of right. like workshops. I think that's kind of moved more down to JPAC because okay. they have the facility sure. to handle it. I didn't know if... Um, James with Little Theater was assisting or involved at all? With well, I think when we had, you know, at one time we had our own um, actual theater um, that was over the old library down on Main Street. Oh, Third sure. floor at the uh, Carnegie. Carnegie. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Good. You guys, <laughs> you guys have right. done your, your research. That's <laughs> awesome. So uh, prior to us being in this building, um, James with Little Theater was there. And then um, my understanding is that when the city came in and they – Codes changed and fire codes and that I guess something sure. to do with not having elevator. proper Up the there. elevator <laughs> and yeah. proper so they we you know we basically had to move out of there and say what are we gonna do now mm -hmm. um, you know it's different when you have your own spot that you can produce things like that and you wonder if there's a way with downtown revitalization that maybe you make it work you try to do something where you can put those things into. That, that structure is still there. Yeah, I have to think they've that thought about that. Cool. They've thought about that many times. I do know that. I mean, how cool would that be? I mean, with music at the Marv across the street, right. And you have something. You've got right everything there. right there. And J Pack. J Pack. You, right you could even do an outdoor kind of think uh, Spring Green right. performance at the Roth right there, an outdoor. Feeder yeah, they did that uh, at um, uh, the Tallman House. Yeah. They yes. Kind of a, at, at a smaller level than Spring Green, obviously. So, do, I assume um, fundraisers, what can somebody do to help James? Other obviously come to the shows, but is sure. there uh, uh, well, a way we to help out? Like, do you guys do fundraisers throughout the year? Or? We do. Uh, we do a lot of fundraising, um, more so during the, the pandemic than. Uh, and, but it was hard. You know, it was hard to do sure. uh, because typically what we'll do is we'll work with, we like to work with um, a lot of the other local 
businesses like let's I'm gonna give an example like Max Pizza Shack right. you know Erica and them there mm -hmm. they're just so good you know they let people uh, organizations you know nonprofits come in there and do you know um, their fundraisers and right. and you know it's, it's you know you're not gonna get rich off from it but it's great it gets us out in the community it gets us talking to people it it, it gets a, a few hundred dollars in our pocket typically. Um, you know, for four or five hours of work to go out and help them help us, you know. Right. Uh, you know, so we've tried, um, we definitely, you know, Max Pizza Shack, we've done a few other um, of those types of things. We did a fund uh, on our 90th season, um, well, almost three years ago now, uh, we did a fundraiser to open our season. And so we had a, a, like a 90th birthday party. And we invited, you know, the whole community, um, and we, it was very successful. Uh, we had a red carpet, um, to, and we had photographers. We had the the whole thing. Like, uh, the only thing we didn't have was the big spotlights outside of JPAC going up and down. Yeah. But of course, that's what I wanted. But I always think too big. <laughs> uh, so um, no, it was uh, it was a great time. You know, yeah, I mean, you didn't have to dress up, but a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got a lot of uh, the local. Um, uh, superintendents of the school and um a lot of you know the local community yeah. um in, involved in, sure. in it and we had silent auctions and raffles and we did a preview of our uh we were doing on golden pond at that time so we we um had the actors come in and do a scene from on golden pond okay. so it was um it was it was really a great fundraiser and it, it did raise um a lot of money but we Good. we get private donations um mm -hmm you know uh from people uh that's been very helpful and very welcoming and appreciated because we are nonprofit. nobody gets yeah. paid here not um the directors the actors the, you know uh the set builders the um you know so but we do have to pay for the building you know for heat lights gas it uh, doesn't turn on itself <laughs> it doesn't and um you know this is an old building and it's um it's yeah, it sometimes gets a little challenging <laughs> with some yeah. of the bills, but yeah. uh, and not being able to do a production in almost two years was was real hard. So um, we did um, we did a few fundraisers, uh, you know, you know, with going to the uh, social media platforms. You know, Facebook does a great thing if you do a fundraiser on their nonprofits. You know, um, mm -hmm. don't have to pay a fee. To, sure. to do it so a lot of um, the board members will do like uh, for their birthday they'll do a fundraiser for James sure. the Little Theater and yeah. try to raise a few hundred dollars or something it helps every little bit helps yeah. so and, it, yeah. and it's important now October 29th that I'll say community it's, it's time to support we're back Right, we're yes. back in the theater. We're are we in the gallery theater? Or are we in the, the main we're in the gallery? Okay. We're in the gallery. It's a great intimate show. Um, so we they did give us the option um, if we wanted to go in, into the big um, theater, um, and we chose to, the gallery just because we want that that intimate experience um, for for our guests and for our actors. So now, are there experiences for obviously there's experiences for actors to get involved with James Well Theater? What about the person who isn't sure, but they love the theater, they want to be around that? Are there experiences that you can get involved with with James Little Theater to assist that maybe you don't want to be in a play, but you want to assist in some other way? Oh, gosh, yes. We have um, we have s several people that are part of our organization that don't, they just want to paint sets, um, you know, work, uh, you know, we're always needing people to do things down here um, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, cleaning goes or organizing costumes um you know there's mm -hmm. there's always something behind the scenes that needs 
to be done and you know um, that's ongoing so we do we have several people they really don't want to be a part of the board they don't want to be a part of the you know any of that stuff they just want to come in and they love to paint or they love to organize things and we again we welcome the community and in you know and one of the things that I want to do um, as president of Jamesville Little Theater too is to get back out into the community more for educational type things to, to let people know what type of opportunities are available with us that it's not this like closed little group of people that you can't infiltrate you know because sure. it's not it's very open and welcoming and sure. well, I mean I fell into it just kind of by being in the right place at the right time I guess or you yeah. know however you want to say it you yeah. know it's just uh so what would be the best way for somebody to contact I, I think you're you, <clears throat> I think you're you're asking all the questions I think you want to get involved here I, 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 hey, you never know. I think it's possible. Putting you on the spot. Hey, I would never say no to anything. Hey, I think Steve could get you into a uniform for a few good men. <laughs> we need 19 more. 19 more. You're a lousy that would be a great player, play. Steve. Well, and the, the, here's the thing, too, guys, is that, you know, we, um, you know, as Steve mentioned before, you know, it's been traditional. Traditionally, we do, you know, some type of drama, some type of. Neil Simon, some type of, you know, this, so, and we, we love all that stuff and we, you know, but, and we're not trying to rock the boat or anything, but, you know, this year we were actually going to do, uh, or prior to the pandemic, I should say, we actually had, I mean, Steel Magnolias was on the list, um, same time next year. And then I had, uh, presented to the board something and I really was not sure if they were even going to acknowledge it or, or just say no, absolutely. And it's a play called The Normal Heart. And it's about the whole um, AIDS experience at the beginning of the 80s um, and what was happening in New York City and all this. Because I just think it's still an important piece of our history that people, a lot of people don't know about what Mm -hmm. really happened. And it's an an amazing play. It really, really is. But, you know, with the pandemic happening and everything, we thought, "Mm, that's a little too dark, Um, you know, too heavy. I should say not dark, but too heavy. So we thought, you know, we're going to go with Steel Magnolias, which is a love everybody, you know, loves. Can't go wrong. You can't go we're, wrong with Steel Magnolias. You're going to do the deer hunter instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full metal jacket. Yeah. Apocalypse. <laughs> Something a little lighter. Yeah. yeah. You know. And then in February, we're going to do same time next year. That's on our, our plate to do, okay. um, which is a great love story. And we always like to do something, you know, cozy for our February sure. play. Yeah, and then. In May, we're going to do uh, another. We're going to go with another British play. We actually went to see this. Uh, a bunch of us board members uh, a couple of years ago down in Pecatonica. Uh, can say that Illinois. a few times. There we go. Great theater group down there, um, and we saw them do this play called uh, "See How They Run," and or no, uh, "Run for Your Wife." I'm sorry. See how they run okay. is a, a different one that we had done. Run for your wife, and it is so funny. It, I could not stop laughing through the whole thing. It, it's an amazing, and it's it's just the cast is. It's a bunch of characters. Let's just say sure. that you know. Uh, <laughs> so we decided to go with you know something a little bit more light this season. Um, yeah. To get us out of this pandemic, and that, you know, yeah. and everybody's ready to come back. Like you said, you know, to see a show. Um, yeah. Everybody's itching. Yeah. It's and, really... you know, our, our prices, you know, we're at $18 for an, an adult. That's not... You can't see oh, a movie. You can't. No. I mean, go stop downtown. We have a ton of new restaurants. Grab a bite to eat. Yes. Walk on down to JPAC and enjoy the night. Yeah. Boy, I, you couldn't beat it. No. 
Absolutely. And, you know, and it's a good time of year to, to get out and, you know, have a nice cool fall. And there's, yeah. no, and there's nothing like live theater, right? Maybe there's nothing, nothing like live theater. There. Nothing. Yeah. So, so I interrupted the question when uh-oh. you were talking about how, how, how can people get in touch? Right. You asked a question. How can people get in, t- in touch with you? So we have a website, um, jamesvillelittletheater.org. And um, all the all of our contact information on there, I think it's um, actually, uh, there's my email address, my phone number's on there. I'm a great place to start. I'm a friendly person, I think. <laughs> no, I'm just He's kidding. He's only a hostage in here, but other than that. Yeah, you could be playing that. your best role right now. Right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, but no, we welcome every, you know, I get, um, you know, it, it's just amazing uh, the amount of people that actually contact us through the website for all different things. Uh, we had somebody a couple weeks ago there, um, you know, unfortunately they, one of their parents had passed away and they were trying to get rid of some, and you know, some clothes and they thought they might be good for costumes type thing. And so sure. we're, you know, uh, and, and the great thing about this theater community in Janesville is that if maybe if we can't use it, one of the other groups can use right. it. So we'll, we all work with each other to, you know, and we were all in each other's plays sometimes too. You know, I did Annie a few years ago for stage one, um, and I I wasn't really sure about doing a musical and in all of this. Um, you know, uh, but I did it, and it was, I'll tell you what, it was one of the, the most most fun experiences. I can't see you in red hair. <laughs> I, I, I really can't. I, no, I played Mr. Bundles. Oh, okay. The long the long hair. Yeah. And that's the part that I was told I was getting cast for, and then there became a couple of other parts that they also needed people for. So yeah, I, it was fun though, great experience. Yeah. yeah. So the theater community in Janesville is just—it's really you know, there's really no uh, competition. We don't like to say that because we're all doing something different. We all bring something different to the table, and we all support each other. Yeah. That's the great thing. I mean, the, the way you all spread it out, there's theater opportunities for. People that just like to go watch and not get involved year round. I mean, you can't. Yes. James the Little Theater can't do a hundred plates a year. You have to spread that out. Right. So, yeah. Right. And I, I, I've appreciated the opportunities to to see theater throughout the community. So, and we thank JLT. Yeah. yeah. So if you've been around for ninety three years, you're doing something right. That's right. So, I think we are. I really yeah, do. I, I think we're. You don't, you're not. So. I think we've got several more years uh, ahead of us. Hopefully another ninety three. You never know. <laughs> well, and, and you're starting. You're starting another another year with Steel Magnolias. Yes. Uh, October 29th through. Uh, through that we're doing two weekends. So we've got October 29th, thirtieth, thirty first, and then November fifth, sixth, and seventh. So the Friday and Saturday night shows start at seven thirty, and the Sundays are matinees. They start at two. Tickets are available at the JPEX JPEX box office. Yes, so at um, Janesville uh, PAC for um, Performing Arts Center, um, janesvillepac.org, or you can call their phone number is 608-758-0297. So they'll be able to hook you up with tickets. And, um, you know, we're seeing uh, uh, tickets start to, to... sell pretty well through um through the box office right now so we're Good. we're really excited about this show and um it's going to be a great show the community is going to like i said i really feel like people are going to come and see this show and want to see it again it's that good excellent it really is we're looking forward to it yeah 
Well, we appreciate you guys coming down and talking with us. Yeah. Thank you right. for your time. Thanks for Thank your time. You. Looks like the curtain's ready to close That's here. right. Yeah, we're, we're going to head yeah. out and take a look at rehearsal. You and can check out makeup and make sure that they got my colors because they are blush and bashful. <laughs> well, blush so. and, and pink. And then there are wigs out there, too, because there is a hairstyle change, 80s, if you're interested in trying on something. We've, you know... I'm ready. He's not saying no. You're not saying no. I see the head shaking no, but I'm not sure if that's, that's a, a... That's like a let's do this 100%. Engage in inconsequential behavior. That's what we're about. That's what we're all about. Well, thank you, Brett. Yeah, Brett, thanks. Best yes. of luck with uh, Still Magnolias. Break a leg, as they say. Thank you. Jambalon, Steve. Jambalon. Jambalon, Brett. Thank you. We're back from Racine Street. We are back. I am out of character. Yeah, you... There's a history there with you. There was. There was. My grandparents met at the Jansville Little Theater. Honestly, that's, that's really cool. I didn't yeah. mention and, that in the uh, interview, but that's really cool. Yeah, we were talking to Brett and Steve beforehand, and uh, I had learned maybe a few weeks ago that um, from my mom, if you remember from a Jamesville hijacking. Check channel, it out. That, um, yeah, my gran- my grandparents met at Jansville Little Theater back in like the late 1920s, 1930s. So definitely history is in there, so... Many generations have been a part of For sure. JLT and hopefully many, many more to come. Yeah. So, well, we, um, so I'm just giving you a little play by play as we finish up this jamble here. We have uh, Nick going into a bag of family size Schneider pretzel sticks just to keep my dog Jack quiet. He is a pretzel hound. He's kind of a diva in your household, I think. He kind really of, is. You, know, you got to keep your talent happy here. <laughs> it's very true. You know. So, hey, Steve, Brett, if you need a, a dog here, um, he's kind of your guy. I mean, as long as you have... Stale food, pretzels? Stale pretzels is really the kind of his go-to. Yeah. So if you need a dog in uh, an upcoming play, he's your guy. Yeah, I think Jack would do pretty good if you, you know, put a little charcoal around his eye a little uh yeah you know a little rascal of course i don't think that was a lab but you know yeah he can play he's he's a man of a dog of many talents yeah for sure he could play a lot of roles i think you know i think old yeller you know my dog skip yeah he's something else anyway yeah that's a very enjoyable jamble down at gentle little theater and again, thank you to Brett and Steve. And yeah. best of luck. Break a leg, I should say. That's right. Uh, with the opening of Steel Magnolias coming up here soon. If you haven't gotten tickets already for that, again, go to Jen's Little Theater. Get them. Support them. Um, let's keep that going. Let's get to 100 years. Let's do it. And, and on. Let's do it. And we and, also and have... And Jack, Jack was... Jack is more than... For sure. ...ready to head to um, JPAC, the, uh, the theater, and, and check it out. So... Still Magnolias coming up at the end of the month, and uh, Jamble has a lot of things coming up on the uh, agenda, and we're looking forward to uh, get, getting back into that rhythm here in the next few weeks. So. Yeah, and as always, check us out at our uh, all the social media pages, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, certainly, you can always connect with us at Gmail, jamesvillejamble at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you'd like to be on the Jamble or know of somebody that you might uh, think that would be a good guest for the Jamble, let us know. We're happy to reach out. And again, where the Jamble's different, we'll come to you. That's right. Or we can find a place to meet. You know, we'll get this done. And Just uh, like the uh, James Brewery, we did it at that's uh, right. Elks Lodge. So. That's right. We're here for you, Janesville. So, all right, man. 
What do you think? We uh, get out of here? I think Jack wants more pretzels, so I think it's, <laughs> if I don't a daily give him thing some, him. I think I'm going to get my leg, like, <laughs> he's going to turn into Cujo here in a minute, so I better, he's staring at, he hasn't stopped looking away in about no, a minute or two, he's like tractor beam staring he, at me. He has lasered so, in on you, so. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm going to, I'm intimidated now, so we should get going here. All so. right, what do you say we jamble out of here, Nick? Jamble out, Steve. Jamble out, Jamesville.